Blog Talk Radio. Reality Radio Entertainment presents Behind the Curtain with your host, Kathy Barrett. Welcome to Behind the Curtain, a show about how we navigate down the not-so-yellow-brick road of life. I'm Kathy Barrett, and life is something you shouldn't do alone. So I hope you'll spend the next 30 minutes with me as I reveal what's behind the curtain. Spring is just around the corner, everybody, and so is tax time. And last week on the show, we had Robert Barnett and Greg Madelon, uh, two partners from the firm Capel, Barnett, Madelon, and Schoenfeld, and they were my guests on the same-sex marriage tax consideration show. There is so much to know regarding this new change and it will and how it will impact your personal finances and, and estate planning. So whether you've legalized your relationship or not, you should tune in to hear what Barnett and Madeline have to say so that you can make informed decisions. It is a very complicated web of information to be aware of, and you really need professionals that are on the cutting edge to help you navigate through this maze of new laws and guidelines. Your future depends on you making the right choices today. So to find out more information, contact Capel, Barnett, Madelon, and Schoenfeld at www.cbmslaw.com. Now, if you want to hear the show in archives, you can go to blogtalkradio.com, Behind the Curtain, the show with same-sex marriage tax considerations, or you can go to the website at www.gobehindthecurtain.com, and you can hear the show on the This Week section of the website. Mother's Day is coming, so why not give the gift of hope and help to save a child in mom's name? Make a donation to the Orphan Support League by going to www.orphansupportleague.org. $6 will feed a child for a week, $80 will enable a child to attend high school, and $500 will support the children's home for a month, but any donation will be welcomed. So again, go to www.orphansupportleague.org and send what you can. Please reserve May 6th in your calendars for an absolutely amazing event with spiritual leader, Dottie Janki, which is going to be held in Town Hall in New York City. This is a free event. It's sponsored by the Brahma Kumaris. And Dottie Janki is revered and respected all around the world for her spiritual wisdom. So for times and additional information, please call 516-773-0971 or 212-564-4335. This week, our show is about finding your personal power. And our special guest is the lovely Juliana Linden. Juliana is a certified life coach with a master's degree in marriage, family, and child counseling. She is an author, a teacher, and the host of a weekly talk show, Connect with Juliana. It is her self-introspection and intuition that have been instrumental in her development as a true intuitive therapist. Juliana is dedicated to guiding others on a path to find their own intuitive gifts, to look within themselves for answers, 
and to develop the mind-body-spirit connection. Juliana conducts lectures, seminars, and workshops that are focused on a variety of marriage and family. So you can go to connectwithjuliana.com to find out more information about the fabulous work that she does. Welcome, Juliana, and thanks for being with us on the program today. Oh, it is such a joy to be with you today, Kathy. Thank you so much. Well, I'm so glad you're here. And just chat with us a little bit and familiarize the listeners. What inspired you to do the kind of work that you're doing in your life? You know, I have to say it has been such a journey for me because I wear so many different hats, but really it is about helping people stand in their power and go down the path where they continue to grow, you know, because I think so many of us go through life and we just get stuck. And and so I went into my master's program because I really love, I love children. I have three of my own, but I also love the dynamic of marriage. But predominantly it was really about helping people get unstuck and find their unique beauty. That's that's pretty great. But what kind of challenge in your own life? Were you facing something at one time that kind of led you down this path, or it was just distinctive from the go? Well, you know, that's a good question, because um, I've always been intuitive. And when I say intuitive, I've always been very sensitive to what other people are feeling, what they're thinking. And so I always was you know, gravitated towards others when they would have issues, you know, and I found mm-hmm. myself kind of being able to put the pieces of the puzzle together. And and then after my master's program, I started to really delve into this kind of intuitive part of myself. And that's where I think a lot of my challenges came from in really discovering how to stand in my own power. And And that can be really scary, I think, for so many of us. Well, let's get right to it then. Um, So how do you define personal power? You know, I really think it's our our confidence. It's kind of our light. It's that piece of ourselves that connects with our uniqueness. So it's, it's all about kind of aligning with that because when we don't believe that we're powerful, I really think it's because we haven't found our own gifts and our own passions. You know what I mean? Absolutely, and it's. Uh, I think it's also about embracing the inner radiance. I love that. You yeah. know, and, and that's yeah, and that's that's what I say when I when I'm really speaking of the light because um, you know I'll see people so often, Kathy, and they'll say, you know, I just don't feel like this is it. I feel like there's more for me, but I don't know. I don't know how to get there. And I think through the daily grind of life, we do get stuck. We do hit roadblocks, and we don't realize how amazing each and every one of us are because we all have gifts. We come into this world with a specialness that it's really up to us to kind of find that and and really get aligned with it. Uh, Absolutely. And the other thing I know for myself and my own experience, it really wasn't until I kind of connected uh, to everything and recognized that connecting to everyone is connecting me to life and is opening up a pathway for things to flow the way I wanted them to flow. So instead of, you know, versus trying to control everything, once 
I kind of opened up that I want to really connect to everything in life. That's the most important thing to me. Then things started to shift in my own personal journey. It's so true. I mean, it, it is. And I, I really call that awareness, you know, taking that time to recognize that there is so much more than what we are experiencing on a daily, you know, on a daily basis. And, and that really ties into not getting ahead of where you want to go, but that also ties into the spiritual aspect of who we are. And, and like you said, when we open up to this, when we raise our level of consciousness and say, I'm ready to step into this unknown, I'm ready and willing to look at what more I have to offer, it's as if you're really opening that channel to, to start seeing some of your greatness. Absolutely. And do you think it's it's also about uh, self-control, really, and discipline? Oh, yes. I mean, it, it is. There is an element of that. And I think that's where some people get stuck because it is hard to change. It does take discipline. It does take patience. We do have to put these types of steps and things into action. And, and really, it's about disciplining our mind, really our brain. I feel like so many of us are walking around with out-of-control brains, and it's hard to get back to the place where we say, okay, you know what, I'm going to take back, you know, control. I'm going to stop those thoughts from spinning. I'm going to work at calming this anxiety. But we all can do it. It's just a matter of First of all, having the desire, and then, as you said, the self-control of putting that into place and saying, you know what, I am going to discipline this because I'm worth it, and I want to be back in control, not having my thoughts, not having depression or anxiety rule my life. Because think about it. We've got a pill if we're anxious. We have a pill if we're depressed. We have a pill if we need to go to sleep. You know, we, yeah. we work at you know, work getting help outside of ourselves. Absolutely. And I think that's um, another part of it, too, is taking responsibility for the journey instead of blaming everything outside of ourselves for the journey not moving as quickly or going in the direction we wish to see it go in. And until we sit down and just, you know, take the focus, as you said, away from the outside and just go within constantly, then it kind of speeds up the process a great deal. It really does. It really does. And, you know, the other side of this is that it's not as difficult as we think, meaning if we really want to make some of these changes and really go through a new growth and transform, um, it's really part of our birthright. It's really what we are supposed to do here on this earth as human beings. We are supposed to continue to grow. We are supposed to challenge ourselves. And, and be responsible for what we're thinking and doing. And if we put, if we even take baby steps, because I tell people, let's get overwhelmed. Let's not, let's not move into, you know, we have to become this guru on the mountain who's meditating every day. Right. <laughs> we can take these baby steps and making shifts in our lives that make radical changes. Well, let's talk about what kind of baby steps, as an example, can we share with the listeners that you feel they can do? Okay, I think if someone comes in, or, you know, speaking of my practice, if someone were to come in to me and say they're really, they're feeling like they are powerless or, or they're not really seeing what is, is incredibly beautiful about them and, and they're kind of standing beside their power as opposed to standing in it or maybe even behind it, 
<laughs> one of the things I ask people is, what makes you feel joy? What makes your heart sing? What makes you feel blissfully happy? And if they have trouble answering that question, then I say we need to reflect and we need to look back on our lives. When was it that you feel connected to your bliss? Because one of the things we can do that's quite simple is start incorporating more joy into your lives on a daily basis. And the way we do it is mm-hmm. we start doing more of what we love. And I don't care what that is. I don't care if it's silly. I don't care if you love to weld. I don't care if you love to decorate your house or you just want you enjoy cooking. Whatever it is, start doing more of it. Because what that does is it connects us with the spiritual aspect of who we are. It connects us really with our core and the beauty that we possess. So that's one way to start standing into, you know, in our power. And that, in turn, helps us define what makes us unique, which is really kind of the next step. What what does make you unique? Because we all come into the world with unique gifts, but we don't all take the time to kind of search for them. Beautifully said. And... Um the famous Chinese philosopher Lao Tzu said that the biggest problem in the world is that when individuals experience themselves as powerless, and you can see where that can cause a lot of problems. And something I would like to for you to discuss now is basically to talk about the distinctions between personal power, which is a very positive state, but then there's also negative power, which gets divided into two parts. There's covert negative power and then overt negative power. And sometimes it's very difficult. People, especially if they have been in that powerless state and then they start to feel a little power, can kind of go from the positive state over to a more overt uh, power situation, which can cause other problems and manifest things that you don't want to really manifest because it's it's going in a negative direction. Yes, and, and as you're moving into this to this topic, I think um, a little bit before I go into the covert, covert and overt is that we need to recognize mm-hmm. that we are energy. Our thoughts are energy. That what we're thinking is absolutely manifesting to a certain degree in our body as well as out into our reality. So when we are in a negative frame of mind, we're absolutely attracting more negativity, negativity to ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so it's something that we really need to become more aware of, what we are thinking. And people I don't recognize that because if you're in a negative frame of mind for a long time, your body falls into alignment with that, your organ systems, everything. So we, you really, it really is worth taking time to recognize what you're thinking about on a daily basis. And then in relationship to the covert and overt, you know, when we think of covert power, uh, the, the word covert, I think, makes us think of this kind of secret or subdued um, type of energy, you know. And, right. and people that are in this covert space of power, I really think often are standing, like I said earlier, beside or behind their power, not mm. really believing that they are fully worthy of putting what they want out into the world. Because, you know, it's scary. It's scary when we say, Let's stand in our power. I mean, I remember when I was moving into my intuitive work, as I was starting to recognize that that this was one of my gifts, that I had the um, ability to connect with others 
and do an intuitive reading for them without even having any connection with them except maybe their first name. And then um, as I moved into that, and I remember when I was going to do my first reading, I was so scared to death. Mm. And I remember thinking to myself, are you crazy? Are you kidding? You're going to have someone come <laughs> in and you're going to read all of this information I channeled, like nine pages, and they're going to look at you and go, I don't think you're, I don't think so. <laughs> so that's just a little example, but I mean, I remember that was quite a process for me of coming into this really a metamorphosis of standing in my power. So the, the covert power is really that place where we're, where we're kind of, thinking about it. We might be on the fence. We don't really know if if we indeed have that confidence, you know, that comes from our solar plexus chakra. Right. And then if we move into the overt power, this is the place where it's more open and obvious and and we're really able to step into that place. You know, those people that we see um, that have that charisma, you know, maybe on the film or maybe that great orator where they have the ability to stand in in their confidence and really give us a piece of their power. It's magnificent when we when we witness it and indeed when we're in it, you know. Absolutely. And then, you know, it's you know, like everything it has a flip side. If we go to the negative aspect of overt, that's where you have like, you know, if you look at the political movement or social movements, you know, someone that is aggressive in exercising their power in a negative way. So it's it's mm-hmm. you know, it's the yin and yang of of that's um, right. So and that's really interesting. Have- there's always that positive and negative. You know, the, the yin and yang is perfect how you put that, Kathy, because there's always the balance. We always have to look at the balance. Are we over? Are we overwhelmed with the negativity? Are we overwhelmed with the positivity? I mean, it can really go both ways because um, it's amazing that dynamic when we stand back and, and, and start to recognize. I mean, some of us think, well, you can't be overwhelmed with positivity, but sometimes you, you can be too, too full of it. And right. you need to, you know, kind of come back to that balance. Well, I think that's that's a great point that you bring up. And I I know with um, sometimes with the covert uh, power that, as you were mentioning, if the confidence isn't 100% there, and this one is the hardest one to de- detect, in my opinion, because there's passive aggression, in a sense. And so the insecurity kind of manifests uh, in your behavior with like sometimes self-destructive tendencies or um, subconscious manipulation. So things are, it's really hard when you're in the thick of that, kind of see through your own blind spot. But as you mentioned also, if our awareness is present and we're really uh, disciplined and working to break through and stand in our power, this is the kind of discipline you have to have is to look at every aspect of, of what you're doing on a daily basis and at every moment what kind of energy you're putting out in the universe and keep tabs on it. And if you see that you're getting a little bit too covert in a negative aspect, just pull back. You know, it's all a learning process and, and there is a learning curve to standing in your power. It's so true, and it's also about, you know, really I like to say getting naked with yourself, you know, really getting off and saying, you know what, we have qualities and we have qualities, and that's okay. We have a lot of learned patterns that we bring into our daily lives from our childhood. And so if we look at it with a level of acceptance and embracing all that we encompass and saying, okay, I'm going to look at this with love. I'm really going to see both sides 
it helps us to recognize that. But when you said the covert thing, it made me think of one more thing, and that is sometimes we get fooled by that facade that others put on because of their insecurities. And so that can be hard to kind of, you know, navigate those waters when you're trying to figure that out, right? Because you think, oh, they seem very true, but it it can be hard. Yes. In addition to looking at someone else, you know, personally for me, um, before I was 100% in my power, I was doing it and I had no idea that I was doing it. I had no idea that a part of me really believed and understood where I was unique and wanted to stand in that power, but I didn't quite know how to get there. I felt like maybe I was there 50%, but there was this other part of me that would creep up on me, and then it took a while for me to understand when it happened, why it happened. I had an opportunity to kind of look at the behavior, be accountable for it, in order for me to move through it and get to that 100% of standing in my power. Oh, that's very good. Yeah, it, it does. I see that a lot with people that they they get glimpses of it, right? Yeah. Kind of like you were saying, but it sounds like your spirit or your new knowing actually knew that this was the right way. It was kind of leading you around. It sounds like in a way. It it was, but it was also not until I got out of me and looked at we that things yeah. started to happen. And it's getting our own way. Yeah, it's like you know. Then it's like a control thing. But when your intentions are for the greater good on a on a higher level, and I don't mean that I'm coming from a higher level or that I am on a higher level, but to connect with the world in a very specific way, to connect to people in a very specific way. It wasn't until that that things really started to shift and that I was able to get out of my own way. I love that. I love that you brought that because... It's so true when we realize that we are all connected, that our purpose in life is really connected in some way to everyone else, it does open us up. It allows kind of a freedom to take shape. Yes, it does. And it's far more interesting getting out of, you know, me and participating in we. I mean, it's just a far more interesting world <laughs> to play in. Yes, yes definitely. That's <laughs> what you mean. So how does, because I know this is your very, you know, this topic is very sacred to you. How does the mind, body, and spirit connection play a role in us developing our personal power? Well, one of the things to kind of put it in a nutshell, I think that that's really important here is I think so often we are disconnected. We don't quite, not everyone recognizes that the mind and the body and the spirit are to be integrated. I mean, I think we have trouble with even understanding that the mind and the body are connected. Often I see people that, you know, it's just their head's over here and their body's over here, and as I said earlier, what's happening in our head is happening in our body to a certain degree. And I think once we start to grasp that concept and recognize really that what's going on up here, you know, our brain is like that finely tuned uh, radio frequency. (laughs) And what's happening in that, when we get control of that to a certain degree, um, how we can open up to our greatness. And our body falls in line. But the other aspect that we're not fully aware of, everyone isn't fully aware of, and that's this spiritual essence. Because I'm sure many of you have heard that we are spiritual beings having this physical experience. And Mm -hmm. it really is. It really is true. We come into this earth school with what I call a soul blueprint. And the spiritual aspect that is also supposed to be integrated into all of this is really that um, it's almost our intuitive self. It's our higher self. It's, it's that piece of us that helps us 
to define our purpose. It's that part of ourselves that actually is like our own built-in radar. So it's it's there to kind of help us find when we're off track, find the correct path, make the best decisions, really bringing us back to our center, back to our home. And so we can start connecting with that really through our intuition. That's beautiful. And also it ties back to what you were saying earlier, that one of the first steps, you know, that people should take is to start thinking and going back and, and getting in touch with what you love and doing that. Uh, because so often in this in this crazy, busy world, I see all of us, it's not just one person, it's whole planet is running around, overextended, juggling so many things at one time now. And and uh, especially mothers, I find they they don't stop and uh, to take that time for themselves and to nurture, you know, their what they need to nurture within. And that is really pivotal, I think, to the and the key to all of this that we have to pause and stop and nurture ourselves, even if it's for minutes. Start out with minutes every day by just giving yourself minutes of you know just time for you to go in. I think it it makes a major difference. Oh, I think you're so right on with that. It's all about, I mean, we do need more self-care. And you said the word nurturance, which is so paramount here. I mean, we need to really, as cliche as it sounds, we need to love ourselves. We spend all of our lives getting that love away, making sure our relationships with our family and our friends and our employees are all going well. But we forget to feed ourselves. So that's what, I, I love that, yes. It's like you can't run a car on an empty tank of gas. Yeah, and we do it <laughs> with our bodies. You know, I mean, we do it every day. We're on that reserve tank. <laughs> yeah, and that's that. We can do another whole program on because um, <laughs> you, you know, it, and and your body does start to break down, and you do start to get little signs here and there, and you know, that's always uh, a clear signal to me to put the brakes on and go. Okay, I'm working too hard. You know, I tend to be a workaholic, so and I'm sure I'm not alone out there, and that's a sign instead of just running to the doctors also stop and pause and try to figure out where you're not nurturing yourself before you move forward absolutely i like how you said pause i tell people all the time we got to hit the pause button we have to (laughs) exactly so what's uh what's next for you what's going on well i would love to share with your listeners i have a project i'm working on it's called the intuition project tip for short they can go to my website at connectwithjuliana.com. That's J-U-L-I-A-N-N-A.com. And I am working on, I'm going to be doing a short film and working on a book because I want to know how people out there are using their intuition, how it's making a change in their lives for the better. So you can see on the intuition tip page, people are sharing their stories. And I think it's so important that we start paying attention to this intuitive voice because as we've been saying today, it helps us connect to our purpose and our lives become more balanced when we listen more to our intuition. And I'm really all about teaching our children to do this too because they really become the leaders instead of the followers when they listen because we learn to trust ourselves. Absolutely. And it's important to nurture the children in this way. So important. Um, you know, the older generations didn't really have this when they were growing up, and we have all this amazing knowledge right now. So um, if the kids are learning at a much uh, younger level, it's really important. It's going to be so beneficial not only to the planet but to their personal health and well-being. 
Oh, it's so true. And they're naturals. You know, we they haven't been they haven't been ruined yet. <laughs> they don't be ruined, but you know yes. how we get we get stuck in our patterns, I mean, where we get these uh beliefs and things, we get conditioned. But <laughs> Exactly. It's yeah. like the difference between, you know, building a brand new house and having to remodel a very old one with a lot of mm. issues. Well put, well put. Well, I want to thank you so much, Juliana Linden, for coming on our program. Juliana Linden, the life coach, therapist, author, you just for bringing your light and wisdom to us today. Thank you so much. Folks, you can find out more about Juliana and her services by going to www.connectwithjuliana.com, and that's J-U-L-I-A-N-N-A. I wish you continued success with your radio program and all of your wonderful projects, and I hope you'll come back and uh, see us soon, and a big virtual hug to the listeners in the state of Arizona. Oh, thank you, Kathy. It's been a pleasure. I just love chatting with you. Thanks again. Thanks again. Next week, everybody, my favorite mover and shaker from across the border in Canada, Betty Steinhauser, will be here to discuss her recent three-month adventure in India. Betty Steinhauser is a powerhouse of energy who inspires everyone she meets. She uses her talents to make this world a better place for all of us, and I promise you she's more effective than a B12 injection. So tune in to hear about her, the fascinating things that she's up to, but also what steps she takes to successfully accomplish her dreams and goals. So great to have you along on this journey with me. Thank you for tuning in. This is Kathy Barrett sending you a virtual hug from behind the curtain. I'll be back next week, and I hope you'll tune in. Peace, everybody.